0: So entering, learning how to enter is just going towards the end. (laughs) Learning how to enter. The realm, the mode of practice, the mode of meditation. mode of meditation just means direct practice, direct handling of experience. That's one way of looking at it. Uh, Normally we handle experience through concepts, Ideas or assumptions, or big assumption is, of course, me. I am this is happening to me. I've got to do this. How can I do this? We sort of get more basic than that. So, how is this taking the me out of it? How is experience? How does experience happen? What is consciousness? Not as a term, but as an experience of there is consciousness. There is awareness of sights, sounds, moods, subtle moods, gross moods, horrible moods, beautiful moods. There's awareness of that and what's helpful. So what's helpful is a reminder that the atmosphere of our practice is one of goodwill and support. And we should not forget that. So just this simple you know, question, how is this? And what's helpful? And we, you know, if we use thought, we use thought to, it's almost like a question, just a point. And ask the mind or ask our awareness to receive things more fully, more completely, and bring forth its strengths its confidence, its energies, its goodwill, bring forth its resources. How is this? Now, if you're sick, tired, brilliant, bright, happy, grateful, confused, it's like this now. So we, you know, meditation, very simple way of, of learning to meditate is saying it's like this now. Sometimes it's beautiful, sometimes it's quite a horrible experience. We don't like it at all. And sometimes it's it's quite lovely. Now there's a grasping that occurs. This isn't somebody who grasps, there isn't somebody grasping. It's not that we are grasping people or attached people, just grasping occurs when the chitra is not confident. So we feel bad, there's a grasping in it. Strange, isn't it? But there's a grasp. What does that mean? It means something just goes into that experience and gets sunk in it. Then we feel overwhelmed. Have a positive experience. Feel we're calm, steady. This grasp at it. What do I do? I've got this. What do I do now? Is this this or is it that? Am I in first jhana or am I deluded or nearly there or... What's this? How do I do what do I do next? And this what do I do next is the kind of grasping question. What do I do next? (laughs) How do I get out of this? How do I get into that? So no, it's like this now. Steady and what is helpful to meet your experience, to fully meet it. So we're not struggling with it or getting fascinated by it. And this is called the opening of the citta. It's like this now. What helps it? Now, what we know, what seems to obstruct that where we don't feel confident, we don't feel steady, is this obstructive forces of the hindrances. They're like this. And what helps? What's helpful? Well, I'm suggesting certain things are helpful. And one thing is to support the citta by giving a foundation. So it's got somewhere to stand when it's occluded, or obstructed, or oppressed. Or even when it's getting um, excited, to stand. This is why we can use body and the fullness of the body. In a way, the very term body is perhaps slightly, can be confusing, because as I've been suggesting, we're referring to not the flesh and blood, but the consciousness, of the body, the body's consciousness. There's the sense of physicality, embodiment. We're here, here. There's a sense the body has a locational sense. There is this in consciousness. We're not in the world of dreams spinning along. We're just here. And you fill that up, the sense of here. How do you know you're here? Now, here is not a a geographical location. It's not a room. It's not a town. It's not a country. It's this here. Here you are. And, And this is everywhere. You're in the same place. In that sense, the body knows the sense of a location. There's a sense of space around that. The space may be turbulent, occluded, full of difficult things, but right in the center of that, there's a sense of heinous. And grasping tends to take us into that which can be grasped. And it, jitta seeks that in its uncertainty as a way of finding something to hold on to when we're in difficulty. This is nature. This is a reflex. It's not your fault. It's not that you're. there's anything wrong with you. It's just this is the nature of the unawakened jitta. It, it has this default reflex to cling, to feed on, to adopt, to seek something. That's just a a reflex reaction. You know, the difference between clinging and sati or mindfulness, you may think they're, they're actually, in some ways they're quite similar in that both of them apprehend an object. They both take up an object. But clinging is, uh, has a different quality to it. It's uh, It's got a certain hunger to find, to have. And sati is just very patient, bearing in mind, with no particular goal, just to stabilize. It doesn't, sati has no particular goal at all, actually, it's just, there it is, we're, we're able to, to form a frame of reference and the recommendation of the Buddha is we frame up the body the experience of embodiment so they do not one doesn't realize the deathless without mindfulness of the body that's a pretty clear statement so because the body, the sense of location we say not the hair and the skin no you can be mindful of that you know, bear it in mind. You bear it in mind, it's of the nature to fade or decay or whatever it is. But for the steadying, the samadhi effect, you want to bear in mind the embodiment, the sense of here, the stability of that. You've got something that stabilizes because that's maybe that's what you need. Clinging comes up and it, it, it grasps and it seeks stability. But it's grasping at only grasping at things that it can grasp that can be grasped. <laughs> now, you try and grasp a sense of here, what's that? Because it's always here, so it doesn't need to be grasped at because it's like the back of your hand. How can you grasp the back of your hand? And yet, it's the back of your hand that enables the front of your hand to be open, and and, uh, flex, right? It's just a matter of, of spreading one's attention, one's awareness, to include that. Normally when you're holding something, say you're grasping something, if you'd like your hand, you focus on what you're grasping. You know, you're holding, right? Now here you're focusing on the hand. Somebody drops knowledge in your hand. You're aware of the muscles of the hand, the feeling of the hand holding it. So you begin. This is awareness, mindfulness of body, mindfulness of citta. The two run together. Citta is an embodied experience. We came into these bodies at our birth, and that, yeah, you know, brought some problems. But also, this is the place for realization. The Buddha teaches humans, teaches others, but he also, is, most of his teaching is for humans, you're a human. And you have this facility where the chitta is associated with this body because they're both aspects of conscious experience. So you use the sense of here being in the body, And what support, what do you need for that? So we think like posture, physical posture, breathing in and out. So physical posture helps to give it a little more backing with some sensations and supports uh, good energy. Breathing in and out supports mindfulness and calm, steadying, refreshing, vitalizing, so you, you know you can do this as a support. What do you need? What's well, helpful? Now, if you when there's grasping, then we either grasp at sensations, uh, trying to find the right one, or we grasp mostly the idea of meditating, and some sense of got how how well am I doing, or how do I do this, or is this getting anywhere, or why can't I, or why can I, or so on, what's the system or the technique so we grasp something we can kind of define, measure and the mind begins to contract with grasping so there's a certain sense you're keeping the viveka, the withdrawal and the sati as something to counteract we are there is acknowledgement breathing in and out it's like this and you let it flow through, this experience of changeability. Let it flow through, letting it happen to you, letting experience happen to you in this rather safe and uh, assuring way. Everybody breathes in and out, everybody has a sense of being here. It's a sense of, it's uh, reassuring and the mind begins to relax out of its compulsion, its panic, to hold something. So you're being held by breathing in and out. You can, this is like being rocked in it, rather than trying to hold it. So that's just that little stepping back from being the object to allowing the object to arise, that which we need, allowing it to arise, what is helpful? It's like this now, what's helpful? And pretty quickly you recognise, well, getting frustrated isn't helpful. Uh, No, that doesn't do it. Um, Setting up too many goals isn't helpful. Wishing I was somewhere else or doing something else, that isn't helpful. You know, these are when the mind is is uh, affected, chitta is affected by a grasping. It's looking for something to hold on to, and it generally picks that which is graspable, and it sinks into that, adopts it. Seems so strange that we should, that a chitta should adopt things that are unpleasant, disagreeable, but that's that's the nature of ignorance because the need to hold on becomes so um, compulsive like an addiction that the jitter just does it learning to open to soften to spread to steady where's that? where does that come from? Uh, breathing in, breathing out here mm. See, like this now Can't feel breathing in and out. Well, try to feel your body here, with space around it. Not just physical space, but a bit more psychological space. Setting up the room, if you like, for the breathing to come in. Because you are breathing. And you set it up and stay there. Just stay in that way of, of of setting things up. You don't hunt around. And clinging to mindfulness of breathing is when we hold it too hard, or we with this under background assumption. You know, this is this is the way to enlightenment, and uh, got to get onto it and make sure I go through all the stages of the tetrads and the processes of awakening and make sure that I can do it right and where should I put my breath, where should I put my attention And What's happening? Is that helpful? Hmm? Yeah, maybe I don't know, but it seems there's a certain uh, wanting to hold Do Do we need to do that? Could it be that you've always been breathing in and out since you were born it came with the body? If you don't feel that, what did you? What did your body bring you? What does your lower body bring you? What are the extremities of the body? What is the skin? How does that feel? Face, how does it all come together as a, as a complete embodied experience? How does that happen? Because this, uh, we take the hint, the suggestion from the Buddha that somehow in this body there is the path and the end of suffering within this body with its consciousness and perceptions and feelings. This is a, a statement of the Buddha. How is it? Feelings like this, that's feeling, that's not the body, that's a feelings dependent on the body. Right? Bodily feeling is a feeling that de- dependent on the body. What is the sense of being the body in its simplicity and experience of here, location, balance, stability? You know, what makes that richer or so your chitta can attune to it. Think of tuning in rather than holding on. So what well, is necessary? Just that repeated. Vitaka, how is this? Where is this? How is this? Vichara, feel it more fully. Not that the feeling itself is so important as the ability to feel. It's not that we're looking for a particular feeling but to experience the fullness of consciousness the ability to feel We're born with that Some feelings are painful, pleasant exciting, disappointing, whatever That's not it, it's the point is the ability to feel the sensitivity and this, has, this is something that uh, gives you a fine balance. It's what we're born with, natural, the ability to feel. And rather than going into feeling or into sensations, we get more basic than that. The ability to be conscious, of feeling, sensations, energies, and you pick that up, extend it, open it. And within that realm you're going to experience something. And it's called the Kaya Sankara, or the bodily formation, the bodily energy, the bodily activation. It's just this steady rhythmic flow, repeated, you begin to recognize it. What's that? Mm. It has a suffusive quality It's re- because it's repeated. It's coming again and again and again. It's something we can tune into, like the rhythm of a tune, simple rhythm. And that tuning in, that vitaka, vichara, it's not a particular sensation, but the ability to be sensitive to this flow. And so we have a, this is sati, mindfulness, what's well, helpful. And yeah, the more uh, thoroughly and continually the one that sati is sustained, it counteracts the grasping, which is trying to hold something or find something, because something's happening already. So it doesn't need to grasp because it can sit the jitta can sit back and allow this quality to flow through it. Vitaka, what is it? Where is it? How is it vitara, how is it how is it? How is it happening? This is an engage, uh, kind of directed rather than compulsive. So the suggestion, the advice of the Buddha is first of all to get the completeness of that, the fullness of it. So how is it all the way up? You get a sense of a rising direction. You feel this rising, what we call breathing in, a sense of something rising, is anything obstructing that? You can feel perhaps the weight, experience of the earth, the weight of the body. Is anything not opening to that? So Some places seem like the head. Anything that feels it's not entered, not entered by the breathing, we need to open that, sensitize that, feel it's, it's asleep, or it's not connected, or it's closed, and just encouraging that to relax, particularly the face, the head, to allow this uh, breathing to enter through, the energy to enter through, breathing in and all the way down. Is anything holding out? Anything resisting? Anything not allowing? And we may not know this, but uh, as far down as you can sense in your body, let, as you breathe in and out, bear that in mind. As far down as you can sense your body. Sense it down to your thighs or your feet. Bear that in mind as you're breathing in and out. It means the sensation's there, that sensation, and you let the sense of the breathing just keep touching that and encouraging it to open, to relax, to allow to come out of its closures. Often we sleep; everything closes down for the night. Opening up, what? All the way up, face or sideways, the ribs, the arms, the hands, the back. So it's even all round, like opening a crumpled sheet and smoothing it. And if it doesn't open, it's like this now. So we're not getting frustrated, perhaps it's not ready, or... Uh, how is the... Is the chitta? is there a mood? Is there a mood there? Is that what's doing it? Is it... how's the, how's the mood? Is it just uncertain? Or trying to hold things, controlling things? Sense of needing to hold on, feeling scared. Sometimes it's like that. The mind feels a little bit, needs to hold, to feel, you know, I'm, you know, I'm here. I'm, it's me, I'm here, it's me, and I'm, med- I'm doing it right. You know, it's the I am sense. So, you know, this is you know, contemplating. How it is now. Can the chitta be natural? Just come out of the I am sense? Hmm. What does this mean? Come out of feeling... nervy. Thinking too hard. Trying to get it right. Worrying about getting it wrong. Trying to make it work trying to be good at it giving up all these is uh, the I am sense you are breathing, breathing is happening, this is experience what helps us to fully open to that without getting lost in it stepping back stepping back is an emotional detachment you might say it's detachment from goals, or purposes, or long-term plans, or ideas, how it should be. So it's, it's kind of calm because there's no passion in it. What is the awareness of this experience? are affected by Again, another very important reflection. Is it affected by? So rather than going into what it's affected by, what is it that's affected? Now these are questions that don't have verbal answers. They are, they're questions that point, which is what vitaka is. It's not trying to come up with a verbal definition, it's just pointing to. You use thought this way. What's helpful now? What's helpful now is the mood of compassion and care. That's all. It's not a flurrying round. It's just that very question. What's helpful is already the quality of metta karuna. If you make it more than just a verbal sense, but a sense of concern for one's welfare. It's carrying a mood, a suggestion. This is how the chitta works. It works in terms of moods, impressions, mood, feelings, emotions. So, you know, you can't say, be happy, because that, you can't command a mood, but you can invite this natural quality, hmm metta karuna, and you invite it. Now, what's helpful now is not saying, be happy, brighten up, cheer up, get it together, wake up, calm down, be this, be that. <laughs> you know, that's... It sounds helpful, but the quality of that is frustrated. Metta is never frustrated. If you're really stuck, floundering, then it's just that what's helpful now, just listening to that. You don't have to, it's offering you jitta's natural quality of goodwill. And you, you rest in that, feeling sick, feeling tired, feeling irritable, Mm, may you be well. This quality, what's helpful now, when this quality is directly attuned to, there can be a response, and you don't you know, you don't know what that is because it has to come purely by itself. This is the the beauty of and the mystery of. of of the citta, the meditation, is, I can't do it. But the citta can. And so rather than, you know, me trying to come up with answers, you bring up that quality, you enter this, where the citta is is, uh, embodied, and you just ask the citta, What's helpful? And you wait. And you try not to think what's helpful. Sympathetic quality brings up a sympathetic response. So now it's up to you what's helpful. If it's helpful to stand or walk, try to get a feeling for, you know, Not necessarily getting it right, but just experiment, a little bit. Just uh, listening, sound, silence, what's helpful? You know, it's up to you. You want to stand, you want to sit, walk walk up and down. Um, Try to lead from this uh, authentic Quality of what your how your chitta responds.